Netzchart. Hi guys, so welcome to another episode of Netzchart. I am projecting my voice. Maybe one day I'm not gonna need the mic again. Like oh. I'm trying to turn because I realize they always get my side profile. So now this one I'm trying to like look this way. Hi Daniel. Hi Nathaniel. How are you? I'm great, Nathaniel. Cause you talked before I could have introduced you, but that's okay. That's fine. It's fine. It is. I just said it. No, but I said it as well. All right. Okay, cool. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> today it's just me and Den, cause it's just really me and Den need to be here anyway. Um. So, Shade. <laughs> no, Denny, but how, we, how are we going to have a podcast without Nathaniel or Daniel? Does that make sense? None. Okay. Right. But we're here. And today's topic is every Jamaican mother get dragged and Una and father get dragged to toxic family. Toxic family relationships. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a topic that's very near and dear to me. I will come right out and say that I was the one that suggested it. If you are related to me in any way, shape, or form, keep watching. Because chances are this is about you. Because half of my family way too idle. So, y'all will be watching this. So, you know them see this? Yeah, I'm not feeling where them see it. No, what I, I actually know so them see it. Yeah. Oh, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Big up family. <laughs> um, so, how, well, everybody know that Jamaican parents are like, outright toxic like mm-hmm. them not support your dreams them they, i think your parents tear you down and family members as well because not only parents more than like anybody else because strangers on the internet will love you you know and them rave guys oh, Rush Rush Cam is, here. is here today he's in the audience take him a mic across she has a mic in the, the audience. audience because you know some no one really take over the people them things some of them are trapping at two cents go on continue all right no problem <laughs> okay so yes Mind you guys, while there are a lot of toxic family relationships, there's good family relationships. Me and my dad have a great relationship. My mom, before she passed, we were best friends. I have like one and two cousins. My cousin Kelly Ray is always supporting me. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. She was telling me about you in the car. Yes, my cousin is great at like everything, like life. Like, trust me, I want to be just like her when I grow up. But there's also the flip side to it where you have family members that don't want anything good for you, always saying negative things to you, treating you negatively, Making you feel like you're selfish when you're actually not selfish. You really just love yourself. And that's what we're going to be unpacking today. Oh, by the way, guys, um, we were in Rushcam's video, so you should just check that out. Yeah, you need to check out Rushcam's YouTube subscribe to and him. subscribe to his mm-hmm. channel. And I'm going to say... Us? Me. Yeah. I guess Natanya was there too. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I think it's a matter of... Okay. Let's when start say, with parents. All right, we're going to start with the parents. Um, Your parents, they... I think... Parents want to live through you. So, and that's what makes them toxic in my eyes. Because they're trying to dictate your life in how they wish their life went. That's what I, that's what I think about it. But I it. think that your parents can want to live through you and do it in a tasteful way. Like, my mom didn't no, have no, a lot no. of opportunities growing up. So, like, of course, I went to, like, private schools and nice schools. Big up all my nice schools that I went to. And, you know, my mother made sure that she paid for me to go to university and I didn't have to take student loan on that type of vibe because school was important to her and she didn't get the chance to go to school. And even though she would have wanted to be a nurse when she was growing up, she never did tell me that I needed to be a nurse. She was just like, you know, you need to follow your dreams and be exactly what you want to be and make the most of the opportunities that I provide to you. So I think that you can want to live through your child. My mother was always cheering me on and saying, go you, go do that thing. 
but she was never like trying to force me to be what she wanted to be. On the flip side, I think I right? think I can do it tastefully. No, you can, but some parents don't see that. that maybe they how they trying to get it across is not how the it does comes across. Yeah. But um, my mother. Before you know, she did off. Um, you're not she, gonna do this because you're not people that are gonna start feeling. I'm, I'm sorry, gonna say, guys. I'm gonna say, okay. Oh my god, Tanya. So, before my mom passed, she really wanted me to do everything that she didn't get a chance to do. So, I used to do ballet because she didn't want the ballet. I Aww, had to, I had to go cute. to the new chill. I had to go to university because she never gets to go. My mother wanted me to go to Campion because maybe she didn't want to go Campion. Campion. Never got, so like when I, I went to Campion, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a pick me. <laughs> yeah, so when I was writing on my GSAT um paper, she was like, okay, Campion is number one. And my father was like, no, you're not going to high school. She is. Fox. If you want to go to Campion, you, you put Campion on your paper, right? And she's just like, <gasps> but he's like, no, it's her choice. Right, and she was very happy of the school I went to. But like little things that she never got to do, she wanted me to do it, and she make sure say I saw it did go. And like even with the high school thing, I wanted to go to Immaculate from I was like five. So you didn't have mine at five, girl. I've told you that my whole life I've been like so serious about everything. Like my entire life is just always planned out. Even from the small age of five, I had my shit together. No, you said it, I was born an adult. I think. Okay. <laughs> Fully. No, so the thing is, I did that. I planned out my life and then nothing went according to plan. So I just stopped planting. Oh, that's okay. why I always freestyling stuff now and that's why we can okay. never remember nothing. Okay, clearly you're a DJ, but facts. The parents, like you see like how um, Nets just say how like her mother always wanted the best for her and wanted her to get opportunities that she didn't have. I feel like that is how a lot of parents trap you into um manipulating you emotionally yes so what they do is that they're it's almost like a manipulative thing so it's like oh i know you really don't want to do law you know and i i've heard you say it a million times that you don't want to do it but guess what i really wanted to do it and you know i really want you to get the opportunity to do it yeah that's great and i do have the opportunity and i'm not taking use of it what's what's wrong with that what's next yeah so they don't understand that opportunity you provided me with the opportunity doesn't mean that i have to take it i'm glad for the opportunity Listen, listen, my dad had a thing where he's like, yo, when I was younger, me never have nobody to tell me what to do, or help me what to do, or this to do. So my father wanted me to do like engineering, electrical engineering. You know what's the engineer make quality for money? Me not care. Me not care. I want to do this. Suppose me want to be the best garbage cleaner in the world. Wow. Please. Tell me be the best garbage cleaner in the world. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Oh no, don't be a garbage cleaner. Girl. Engineer make more money. I understand that engineer makes money. I know. I, I and everybody wants more input. Is... Put me wah clean garbage. This is clearly a Dr. Phil episode. Right? And honestly. <laughs> We don't get to vote on the coach here. This is this is not parliament. Yes, no. That's very true. You don't get a seat. Oh, I'm ready for selling by now. Anyway, continue what you saying. So, exactly what Jeff just expressed is really the product of your parents constantly telling you 
what to do and how to live your life. It's really not a healthy relationship, but they don't know what else to do. They didn't have the opportunity and they're just like, okay, this person's having the opportunity. They see it as you wasting it. But the thing is, opportunities are there for us to say yes or no. It's simply a knock at the door. Is either you're going to answer the door or close it back. Right, we so all have... Way. Mm. It's not an opportunity that you want. And as far as as that goes, there's also family members in your life that will make you feel guilty for having opportunity. And that's something that I personally went through a lot growing up. Like my family, they're just like, okay, you just have this easy life. All when right. I was this amused to have a good tie out goat, that's okay. unfortunate. I, I, would, would, I would tell them to cook the goat instead. Why? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I had to tie out the goat. And they're like, you think me could I stay home on Sunday and lie down on my back? And I'm just like, how dare me have a bed? Like my whole <laughs> life of being a child, I felt so guilty for being quote-unquote privileged because, I mean, growing up, I had a very simple life. Like while all of my friends were going home to be Cinderella's, I was going home to my TV. I was, I'm homework. I'm homework. I had a very simple life. I didn't have to like clean up after lots of people. Most of my friends, they had little siblings that they had to take care of. My parents just picked me. I'm my only child. So when when growing up, I just grew up by myself. So I never had anybody to take care of or anything like that. Yes, Jeff, I have siblings, but they're like a million years older than me. I didn't grow up with them. Yeah, I grew up by myself. A million so years. I didn't have a, a million years. If my sister is listening to this, you know you're a million years old. But yeah. So growing up by myself, I didn't have that type of responsibility. And like when my other family members would come over and see me not having that responsibility, Netanya, them vex. Then I said, so why you have the girl that sit down? Because them why just push boom down and feed them out. Yes, they're like, why she not sweep this, this, this? I remember my cousin called me out and she's like, you're spoiled. And I'm like, growing up, that's a word that I hate. Like, if you want to insult me, even now at 25 years old, to show you how traumatizing that word is to me, call me spoiled. All right, noted. Like, that, make, that pushes me <laughs> over the edge. I can go from really calm to, like, flip off on you if you call me spoiled because my whole life, my family members told me that because... I didn't have to live as difficult as they were That's living. the thing people love when you struggle. And I say, I don't have to struggle, right? So experience or like get certain things in life. I'm not have to struggle. Things can come easily and they might not come easily. It's kind of like in the Fine. workplace when people are just like, oh, look how you're young and you're in this position and you're making this amount so, of money. And they're like, oh, you have this opportunity. And when I was young, there was no opportunity for me. Okay. And I know same people in the workplace don't want to teach you anything because they're just like, oh, no, hurry, come up. Millennials. Millennials. That's told. their favorite word. It's so annoying. Especially like even at my job when they're like, oh, God, can you not do that in that millennial tone? And I'm just like, cool. Okay, then it's like you get me. No. It's like they don't expect you to be at that stage because you just got there. Well, what they see is that you just got there. They expect you to go to the same struggle that them go through. And if you don't go through it, them vex. The thing is, like, like the world is evolving. When what happened when you were younger, it's not the same thing that happen now. Because I'm gonna say that would make sense. gonna have different opportunities and experiences and experiences presented to them. That's it. And. Um, I same back to that family member thing. Um, I was very privileged. I'm not gonna lie, very, very privileged more than basically all my family members because um, my cousin them used to make me feel bad that I went. Me and my sister went to prep school, right? Yeah, everybody else went to primary thing. school. Like, okay, went They're to like, prep oh, school. It comes up Fine. all the time. So even if I say good evening, yeah, man, you went to prep school. I'm like, damn. <laughs> okay, um, but. <laughs> The thing is, my mother, she worked really hard to make sure, say, her kids have everything she never have, 
plus more. So me have what my mother never have and what my father never have put together, right? Me probably I gotta have more than what my pretty never have. I just wanna like fitness on all right. Anyway, <laughs> so um yeah, and I remember when my mother died, somebody in my family, I won't call them name, they made a remark and they were like so, because my mother was a person who was basically like the breadwinner, she used to do everything, my father sad, whatever. Somebody made a remark and was like, remember when you used to have money? And I was like, I think I that is like, the lowest blow no. I've heard. Daniel, trust, Hello. when I told my dad, call the name, call <laughs> when I told my dad, he Patsy was so after, mad. Patsy after stop. <laughs> so, you see the thing with my family now, and I'm going to call them out on it, they they want to see you do okay as a mundel, but the minute you're doing better than them, uh, but that's, fam- that's that's not family alone. That's life. Okay, I'm sorry. And I, you have to look out for it with your friends too, cause you know I always talking about friends. People want to see you do good, but not better than them. So when them see a thing are up, them I say yeah, friend. When it's up, quote unquote, too much. No, she want too much. Too hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my hype. What is wrong yeah, with that? Yeah, life too easy. People that's like okay. her, she not no talent. Your same friends. Sorry, guys. I'm not a talent still, but that's Let's okay. Let's you're so annoying. Can you cut? No, my voice is my talent, Daniel. I admit it. But, um, but yeah, so that really showed me. And then, you know, you have the preferences because my dad uh, had left when I was just in my second year at UE. So, you know, I was living with family and turn out that's one of the worst experiences of my life. You cannot live in with your family. And first of all, you know, if you are living in another family home, it was still my house, but... The house that I grew up in. So, oh, so we need to move out. That's yeah. Um, so wait, when you were living, when your daddy just left, somebody was there with y'all. With me, yeah. No, not you and your sister? No, my sister, you going to girl. Oh, you found, oh. Okay. Yeah, so I was the Only prodigal one. son. Oh, dear. Yeah. You see, for me, losing my mother really showed me how my family was. And I don't think that was a lesson I was ready for. My mom died when I was 23. And honestly... Even though that's all like a big age compared to probably the age that Netanya lost her mother or other people lose their mom. Because of how close my mother and I was and how she nurtured me and took care of me and shielded me from everything. I really was not ready for the world, even at 23, because my mother didn't expose me to certain things. So when my mom passed and I'm thinking the natural emotion that people should have for you when your parents pass is like sympathy, I think. That's a strong assumption. And like when my mom died, it was like her family was so mad at me. They were just like, oh, you know, it's you or your father, killer. Mind you guys, my mom died from cancer. There's no suspicious death. What? And they were like, oh, it's you or your father, killer. This Should is be. all you guys' fault. When my mom died and like I got the news from the hospital and I told um, some relatives of mine, they're like, okay, don't sell the house. And that was the only message. There was no. They couldn't message me back, you know. There was no, no like, you know, there was no I'm sorry or anything. Um, my mom's sister, she waited until maybe like days before the funeral to even call me and say something. And then all she said to me was, oh, you know, so I didn't know St. Margaret was going to die. We did just feel it. Me sitting in one dream. And that was all she spoke to me about was a dream. I bet she never wake up from At that dream. no then. time did she say to me, how are you feeling? And... At that stage, you know, you're vulnerable. You expect your family to be there for you. But I realize that that's too high of an expectation of family. To always expect them to, you know, be there for you in the difficult times. Um, that's not a requirement. I think it's kind of different for me because my dad was more like the protector. So my mom dying is like my father was protecting me from my toxic family. So half of the things that happened... Like with my family, you know, family always, them always running when somebody did, right? So 
half of the things that had happened, the toxicity, <laughs> that's a word, yeah. <laughs> so it happened you... to my father, right? And in the end, I feel like it make him this bitter person because it my dad. over time it reflected on like his end and it come on me. Because the thing come is, and him can't agree right now. With all of what happened around my mom's death and like everybody blaming my father for cancer. I don't know how he <clears throat> did that one. Oh, yeah. Fox. Like how everybody treated my dad during that time. And it was so hard for him because my dad too was being protected by my mother. He was so naive and he really didn't know that they were like that. And like, it just, it just became so many events like back to back shunning us. Like even for my mom's, when my mom passed, you know, you have like nine nights and stuff. Her family had their mm. own. So it was like two nine nights to keep the same night for the same person. That's the very Because they, they were just like, um, we're doing our own thing. And I'm like, okay, keep your own funeral too. Let's see what you keep there. Let's see what happens there. And that's why I'm saying for me, no good thing. I have <laughs> made the actual decision, you know, to not, I don't speak to anybody. I choose not to speak to anybody. Right? So my, me talk to my sister, but that's because my sister lives in, in the house with me. Right, and that's okay. Maybe one day when we move, I'm probably not gonna talk to her. I love you, but I'm still not gonna talk to your girl. Come, I love you. But, but I say, suppose she's a toxic at, at a point where I'm not gonna want to talk to her again, so I only talk to my sister as and my family. Thing is, it's hard to cut off your family, no, but some for some people, oh, we? okay, cool. It's hard for some people to think about cutting up, cutting off their family. I love cussing, yeah, dark. <laughs> Think about cutting off their family, but sometimes it's a necessary step to move on from whatever hurt that they've done to you. It's an it's just necessary for you to grow and become a better person to leave that kind of toxic vibes behind. Because this imaginary obligation that you think you have to your you family, don't have it for true. Even though they are not obligated to you and they treat you like shit, you feel like oh, Jano. Even though Roshan did thief out of my house the time, I still have to talk to him because he's my cousin. No, you That's don't have to talk to them because you see, if you That's do that to them, thing. them not talk to you, you know. And the thing is, a lot of people, um, right, I forget my point. Like, this is so mad. I'm in the middle of it, you know. Whoa. Yeah. Must have caught the pregnant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are going to say, Whoa. <laughs> anyway, so a lot of people are always going to say, Um, I don't want, I don't, how can I cut up my family? We live together, okay? And blood thicker than water and all these blood things. Blood thicker than water, blood can't mix out. Anyway, um, what you can do, the thing is, obviously, you have to wait until a certain age. Unless you're really and big and bad. And it's a tasteful way to cut off your family. It doesn't always have to be this, oh, this, this bubble of negativity. You can just have Just move a, out. You can keep a respectful oh, distance. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can also move out. Just move but out. But you can keep a respectful distance from your family because, I mean, Mother's Day just passed, which is why I asked Netanya to talk about this topic. Mother's Day came and like, I'm in my bed thinking about it. And I'm like, Jano, on top of the fact of missing my mother, here I am feeling obligated to talk to my family members that don't even like me to wish them happy Mother's Day. Nope. Right? So I'm like lying down and I'm thinking about it, you know. Then my baba, that's what I call my daddy. My baba came and he was just like, you tell your family happy Mother's Day. And I'm like, not yet. And he's like, okay. Then he came back and he asked me again. And I'm like, daddy, you know, I thought about it. And I'm like, if these people don't like me and they don't see me as a part of their family, me constantly wishing them Merry Christmas, Happy Mother's Day, Happy Easter, Happy Foot, Happy Neck, it doesn't make any sense because it's not coming from a genuine place. Happy Foot, Happy Neck. Jesus Christ. Sorry. <laughs> it's not coming from a genuine place. It's just something that I copy and paste and tell them. You get me? It's not, it's not real. And when them tell me Happy Sitting Cloud to you, you can tell that it's not 
a genuine happy Sinclair, you can't tell that we're just doing it because. First of all, I don't want nobody to talk to me because me not tell nobody nothing. Right? Let me tell you why. Because even on Mother's Day, my, one of my friends is going to say, Nathan, you call it auntie, call it grandmother? No. Why? I'm not a member, but I'm not going to do it regardless. Right? Then come back again. Are you going to do it? No. I'm not going to do it because I don't want to do it. I don't feel like I should take time out of my day to do this. And you see, the thing is, when it's my birthday or any other thing, they remember days later, you know. So, like, my birthday is July 6th. On July 9th, somebody will come, happy birthday. I don't want it. I'm not going to reply to you. You're not born you. on July 9th. I don't born July 9th. I was born three days ago, right? Couple years ago. And you don't remember that. But that's okay. Jay, what's the point? We have something from the live studio audience. Don't, 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 don't tell about Mother's Day. The first person I tell you happy Mother's Day, I'm a Auntie Merle, Merlene. <laughs> I want, like, I tell you, I can't really get into why I call her my mother, but I'm not going to tell you why, because I'm not probably bald today, oh. you see? My Auntie Merle, that's my real mother. But I tell you about my real, real mother, where I like, push me out and so. So, booty my mom's a florist by trade, cool? And what happened was, my mom always creates these baskets for, like, Mother's Day, you know, Teacher's Day, them other little special, the special days. day, mm-hmm. you know? Every day. Cool. So, because of that, I know I couldn't get her I could buy a basket, like a real basket, because she'd probably look on it and scrutinize it and say, Sorry, you really go roadside and go buy the basket. Yeah, them must start basket so, expensive. Ah, uh, so I made sure I didn't I get like a regular basket when I knew her. I thought it out. And I, I find something, some, some wooden design it type nice, of thing. It's nice, guys. We didn't want it. Well, nice, let me pick it out. A nice little thing in the coming up. I never see my mother build no wooden architect, nothing. She <laughs> not build them something. Let <laughs> me make sure I get something I know she never build. Cool, I brought it. Sunday night, I come in, come to play. Sunday morning, I come in, come to play ball like Saturday night and so on. So, cool. Drop it there. From me put it there, Sunday morning, it had the same place. Today, our Saturday, when I listen to the podcast Sunday, it had the same place from the computer decks. This morning, Saturday, when we are here, Saturday, I take up the thing and I say, Is it that you don't want this? She's like, Is your own? I'm like, But you realize that from last week, you don't say, Thanks, all know. The only thing I say is, I can't believe you go buy this. And you know, so I make them something here. I'm like, Hey, where do? Gear two wood and some um ma- mache, <laughs> make she gonna make it over because she does say thanks. She does, she says thanks now. No, she says thanks because this morning I'm gonna want yeah. it. I'm gonna dash for something, is, but that's me. But the thing is, and you have money. to understand that parents, parents just think that their feelings alone matter. So to her, it's just like, yeah, he got me a gift and. But at the same time, he came home late and I'm upset about that. So let me just continue to be upset about that and not focus on this gift right now. Because he shouldn't have come home late. What? Well, late is quite relative. Uh, lucky, lucky him come home at all, sir. Uh, got, um, am I holding this right? I actually know what it is. Um, there's this thing about parents and control, right? Facts. And it's because from, from ever since, before you were born, I kind of had an idea in my mind of who you would be what you would become, and the kind of relationship that we would have. You see a lot of parents from about when you reach like 10, 11, and 12, and becoming who you are, the disappointment, the older you get, the age I go up, and the disappointment just I go up with the age. So you see right now, Jeff, <laughs> where you then know, you know, it's not even a matter of gift appreciation and whatever. In your, in your mother mind, deeply rooted, 
is like a Ill whole different out. realm of disappointment from like all angles like I'm mm -hmm. disappointed say I'm coming late. Mm -hmm. I'm disappointed say I'm a photographer. Mm -hmm. I'm disappointed say I'm, I'm disappointed say I'm so dark. I'm disappointed say <laughs> I'm a beard. I'm disappointed say I'm not there at church. I'm they really do hate his beard. Full stop. So, so you are come now, you know, with this gift. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> Rush came in my house, let's piggyback on those, those beard things. My mom hates my beard. Um, I know my sideburns don't connect, but she always, wa she always <laughs> wants me to trim. That's number one. Second, my mom this morning, my mom knows a primary school child. Cool. And she goes, um, she's super smart at school. She's like, oh my God, you're so bright at maths. Oh my God, you're so bright at English. Oh my God, what do you want to be when I grow up? She goes, um, auntie, I want to be a photographer when I grow up. Bright, bright girl, like you want to be a photographer? Drop mic. No, but my thing is, is a I know an amazing photographer. Amazing. Like, I want him to shoot my wedding. And when he told his parents, because we grew up adjacent as kids, when he told his parents he wanted to be a photographer, they're like, you're going to be a bum. You'll never make any money. You'll never make any money. Out. And they kicked him out. And now he makes, like, legit millions upon millions, one of the best photographers in Jamaica. If your wedding, if I, you know, him shoot your wedding, you're never married. And then... Before and never... then, his parents, after all of this success, they're just like, so proud of you, knew you could do it, following in my footsteps. Nobody proud of me. All of a sudden, they're like, you're the great son that we knew you could be. When what it was, in, when he initially brought it to them, he, they, didn't want, they didn't want him to be a photographer. The thing is, Jamaican parents have basic ideas of what jobs you can have. So, doctor, lawyer, Indian chief, if you're not any of those, you're a disappointment. Bro, my mother looked for me already and said, I can't believe uh, some really Senegal school got on picture man. Picture man, which is so derogatory. But then again, you know, you see, this, is, this, is, this comes back to boundaries. Something I talk about <laughs> every podcast. Y'all need to set boundaries within a family. Because honestly, me as a dark person, my father can't run certain joke with me. Because <laughs> so, my father could twist him out. If he said, him send me to school, I am going to post on social media. I would, listen, you are you mad? There's a line. Not even Mass Denzel can pass it. Nobody can cross it. Nobody you must make it set. To <laughs> you see, the thing is, this job thing, I'm kind of like on the flip side with it because my dad has always said to me he doesn't care what kind of job I do. Right? Once I am comfortable, comfortable yeah. and it's a, you know, a respectable thing that I'm doing, then he's fine. He doesn't, he say. He used all he wants on teacher, right? Because, as you know, a lot of people don't respect don't teachers. Te which I don't get. I respect teachers. Like, I am able to... Okay, well, I was reading before I went to school. But many people are able to read because they had a teacher. Yeah, and, and it's a very noble profession. Teacher can help you in your life, life path. Because you can be going on a spiral. A teacher can help you. Yeah, but, yeah. So great. He would just use that because I wanted to be a bag of things before. And I remember one time I, I told my... I told my father that I wanted to be a pastry chef because this is when I just started Aww, doing food and nutrition. Somebody, and my, father, my father taught me how to bake, too, you know, right? Aww, and I said, like, you know, I'm going to be a pastry chef. The man was like, why? And I was like, because it seems like something I could actually like. The man said, you're not going to make the money. Tell us what they mind. No, like the one time I put my pushback was like when I just started high school. 
I was obsessed with everything environment. So I wanted to be an environmentalist. And my father's like, honestly, like, what am I going to eat if you become an environmentalist? Oh, you're going to take care of Netanyahu, that is exactly my face. I'm like, daddy, what are you thinking about? I want to save the I world. I can't laugh. And honestly, look, if I was trying to save the world from them time, then the world could have had a better chance now, you know? Mm, but look. True. You know what things me they want, though? Like, sometimes I wonder how my father knock me over the head. My father said, well, anything you want to try, that's really you. But back to what Rushkam was saying, like, Control. People is a control thing because when people realize they cannot control it anymore, that's when everything starts to go downhill. You see, my father left, and my father realized say from the 17 hours which part him there and the 17 behind hours with me there right now, him can't help me what for do. Him either hurt him. If I talk to my father now, daddy, realize say some big woman, so me and you must say yes, I'm a grown woman. What, <laughs> what, 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 what's next? What's new? And the thing is, I have never had the control situation with my parents because the thing is, you know. From I was young, my parents noticed that I'm always leading out. You get me? And so Walk they, out. Yeah, I was always like a leader. So like any, any trouble at school, my parents always understood that is me lead the other kids astray. So I was, I, my parents never had that issue with me. So my mom would always be like, I can't tell you what to do. I can give you some good suggestions and hope that you follow the right path. But I can't tell you what to do and how to operate. So I've never had that issue with my parents from a very early stage. So, like, that's another reason why I got some problems in my family. I remember one time I went and I stayed over a family member's house and I was on my phone and he's like, come off of the phone. And I started to look behind me because I'm just like, this that is move. mad strange because <laughs> this is my phone. I'm not inconveniencing this person. I'm sitting in a chair. I didn't know that. Mind you, I didn't know that that's how other people lived. As I said, I lived a very sane, decent life. So, I got other people's house and I realized... Your parents just come into your room randomly and say, come off of your phone and you just have to come off. That's weird to me. So when he said it to me, he's like, come off, why are you talking on the phone? I'm like, okay. I'm like, what's the issue here? He's like, excuse me, why are you talking back to me? Come off of the phone. Everything these people find us talk about. Young people, then they call my mom and they're like, I tell her to come off the phone and she don't come off. And my mother's like, so why did you tell her to come off though? No, because she's always on it. And my mother's like, but. And she don't see the issue, you get me? And then they started to say that my mother is not a you good know, parent because she allows me to do what I want to do. There was something that I, I, I heard you said the thing about um, like your mother can give you suggestions as to, you know, like what to do. And if you take it, you, you take it. Or if you don't take it, you don't take it. But what always crosses my mind is the fact that like a lot of my family members, even my mother, like even, <laughs> yeah, a lot of, <laughs> like a lot of family members, I always think of it and say, I would not have asked you for advice if you weren't who you were. Meaning, I don't think oh. that you're set up in such a position in life where so, I trust what you I have to say. Saying. So why is it that because you're, you're my mother, I have to trust what you have to say? If I was looking for a mentor, I wouldn't call you. So why do I have to like, no, like honestly, subject myself to everybody what you're that saying? Everybody in my family are a life coach. Yeah. First and of all. No, no way. <laughs> It's Nobody my in my family <laughs> can give me any advice, <laughs> right? <laughs> because I remember when I was at work one day and somebody was like, um, you know, my mom works up here, like in HR, whatever, whatever. And I was like, whoa, your family work. And then they're like, she's like, what do you mean? I said, I'm the only person in my family who works. Like, like what are you talking about? And me alone work. At this point, I'm not going to. I, I feel I, I legit won't even touch that. I feel with as my if, family. As what we're saying, I am in a better position to give myself advice than take oh, it from somebody else yes. in my family. And that's just actually how I feel. That's okay. You know, you're not in the. Pa- my family, on, on one side, they're very boring. 
Right, on my dad's side, they're really boring. They're not really exciting. But on my mom's side, they're like too exciting. And they're like, they're really the boogie. I'm just picked in the middle part. I'm more excitement than anything else. But I have my balance. Right? And I feel like. I'm sorry, Netanya really lit me for six and she said she's the only person in her family that works. I'm still staring out into space. Continue. Oh, yeah. No. I don't say that. Right. I always tell people that while people have links and them something there from them family or family friend i don't me, have it if me want a man rob next man probably ask my cousin what the hell <laughs> why would you tell them that on the podcast i'm joking like no that's so i'm joking but like the point is if people want something they're gonna come to me because netanya is on the internet firstly netanya works secondly netanya can do this netanya can do that I am in a better position for them to come to me for advice. So, where am I going to take advice from my mother? My cousin Kelly is probably the only person who can give me advice. I may never get Sarah come. I mean, y'all with no pamphlet. She's always been very supportive of what I what I do. She she, she has never come to me and said, "Oh, you know, I don't think you should should take this path or whatever." And the thing is, I don't even keep my my other side of the family, my mom's side of the family, privy to what I'm doing because they would never understand it. Like they are not supportive people. Them only want five yeah, things to thing. complain Family about never and things to hate. So the thing is that my auntie will call me and say, Oh, you know, I saw you on TV. Why you never tell me you're coming on TV? Girl, I want to tell you, oh, when I leave, when I leave the work, you know, everybody I whisper, whisper, you know, and I say, Why am I going on social media? What that? And this and that. I want you know, say, my auntie, all my cousins, because them see me on TV or see me on YouTube, all them said to the auntie now is, oh my God, rush, rush, rush. So now she feel like idiot because she's like, wait, something not going on. No, she want me, want me help her with marketing plan. She want, uh, me, she want me to shout out. She yes. want me She what? want me to Instagram page. I mean, I no, don't ask me for that. Waste, God, man. One of my cousins, them, after she dust me out like dirty man, yes. find out some popular, um, you know, some have some earring on my one sell. Sell them. No, girl. <laughs> <laughs> sell them. Sell them. Sell them. Sell them. Like, that's great. You sell them earrings. You can't take some picture of them earring them. No. No. For the moment, even wear earrings. I don't even have no ears. Don't give me no earring them. But may I tell you, like, they legit. Mr. Rush, them cost me off one week, and, like, I had to go there. To drop off something and Jeff carry me some said Jeff go in there with me please because if them see you them now go say certain things or try to engage me we can just go in and out from the nice go in there now with Jeff now here my cousin not my big friend me look behind me again come here and say I mean just say long time me not see you cause you know me not like really beg in front of people but me can't get a thousand dollar but you see true men Jeff just start at them time them I never want him no I'm stay me get the thousand and the thing is like they just wait for something bad or good to happen to you like them not follow you up generally you know but as something really bad or really good happen to you you hear them start talking. no i have to, I have, to I have to pause you right there for one quick second because i have two set of family that i deal with you know but relating to my mother's side of family them follow me up every single second. And uh, if I breathe, the world know about it. No. That's how they are. That's how I'm going to rate them to an extent. In a good way? No, in no, a really good way. Is, okay. Some people always on my up. mom's side, they follow me, follow me up, but in the worst way. So, like, I'll make a post with Jeff. You look nice, though, with your man. All right, cool. A sly anyway. comment. You get what I'm saying? My Not family nice can't sly, because I'm going to sly right back. And they, they, they're sly I'm very comments. facey with them, and that's mm-hmm. okay. 
Um, but however, a lie, one of my auntie them work and she's my favorite auntie, big up herself, Chris. Oh, because she have a job? This. No, she's oh, oh, even, okay. even if my auntie never have a job, she's my favorite auntie. She's always in my makeup, she's always in my hair, and she's she's like so genuine and she's so nice and we always have the same problems. So I can always uh, talk relate to her. To her. Okay. Yeah, she's she's the same age as you. So okay. she's a oh, okay. she's cool. Something and I really love her. And oh. no, I really love her, and she's like she's like my big sister. Facts. I just remember that she's in the family. So, oh, I'm telling you, oh, I just distance her from everybody else because she's genuinely not like them. But as I'm saying, they always follow me up and they always like they're always proud of me because I'm always doing the do right. Because I'm the if if you look at it, I'm the only person in my family who well who graduated from university thus far. Girl, my sister's coming up, and I'm always the first to do stuff. So them always Girl, when I was graduating from university, I was just, and I got like only four invites. I'm like Tom, Tom, Jeff. I'm like one man, yeah. My father and my best friend. So I say, my all of invite left. Me say, I don't have the problems that other people have. But I say, you, you know, give them enough invitation. Rotten, Roshin. I get a call. Um, we know that you're graduating and your mommy passed. So we'd like to come and represent your mother. So if you could send us four she invitations. If you could send four invitations. Me say, me must send you four invitations. Then invitation. you stop touch me. Homo must send you four invitations. And it's four invitations you will give me. Russia, Where they, one pull the extra four from? They wanted me to give them four invites for them to come. I may say, is, you I and them study for the exam? Are you and them sign up on us? I'm like, daddy, that is impossible. My father said, him don't know if to tell them no, so me need to call them back. I may say, daddy, you're not a good person. Because <laughs> you know that it's four invites alone, and them yeah, want four we'll invites. Them, you know? Why would you redirect them to me? Then this is your problem. That's your family, girl. You're not enough to do with me. And I had to tell them so slow. I'm like, guys, that's not how invites work. It's not my birthday party. You will only give me four. And I have Melissa already. At the end of the day, I just feel like family just try to um, hold you back, hold on your creativity. Because the moment you start being creative, that's really the end of it. And they have the most to say. Oh them my the most god! Chat. I remember quitting my job. And my daddy was just like, "Yeah, you'll be all right. You're great at like everything." Somebody that call me. You know, say you know, say. Yeah, my my father was just like, "I know you're great at everything, so you will be fine." You don't have to tie yourself down to any job that you don't feel happy at. I want you to be happy. That's all my father wants for me, you know. Growing up, my own, I only had two rules. Don't die and be happy. My father just wants me to live and be a happy person. That's it. All right. Then mm. you don't die. Don't die. That was right? Okay, so we're going to go in the second part of the, the chat. Because <laughs> we need to, we know we need to talk about relationship parts. We know, say we're not left it out. We're not. So today, in the relationship aspect of the podcast, or as Shelly says, it podcast. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, period. We're talking about period. <laughs> we're talking about the different types of love. And uh, right here, we have six or seven, six. So the first one, because I want to talk about different type of love, because I feel like. People only believe, say, a romantic love alone exists. Me in a romantic mood. Yeah. And that's not the only thing. If you don't have a man or don't have a woman, you're not going to die from a lack of love. Because there are people in your life who... Who love... Say God, no. no. There are people in your life who loves you, but you're just <laughs> so caught up on the fact that, oh, I don't have a boyfriend, or oh, somebody's not interested in me, then you don't feel complete. I don't know why you need a next person to feel complete, and it's because it's human nature, and I'm training to say, oh, no, for have this type, this, this type of love there for feel better, but the first one is passionate or sexual love. No, passionate or beep to a love. 
Yeah, I don't want to curse on my podcast. Um, <laughs> then you, shut up, Rush. <laughs> then you, what do you think about the passionate, aka romantic love? The thing is, romantic love. I think it's natural to want to have that type of love, but of course, as Netanya said, that this is not a requirement. Like, as far as as far as requirements go, I think that self love is the most important. We know it's a come up. Yeah, that's the most important one. Like romantic love is nice. I mean, having a man is nice. Like I love my boyfriend. Like today I was hugging Jeff and I just start crying because I'm just so happy to be with this person and it was just like a really emotional moment for me. I'm not pregnant. She caught the pregnant. I am not pregnant. But Martin, you, you, that's a good question because I just hugged the boy. I'm just start ball. Mess this real. I just saw you go in your love. Yeah, for real. um. <laughs> As I say, romantic love is really not the only type of love. So you're not going but to die. Is, it's you, really nice. You're not a fan of romantic love, and I would like you to come out and say it. Because the thing is, you're always like, Carolate, Mandis. Okay, I'm not a fan of romantic love, okay. but that's very true. Show because, the bias. Yeah, as in, I just, because the thing is, I used to be that person or that girl. Who, you know, when you're in high school and your friend always have boyfriend, I was like, oh my God, why somebody can't love me? Like, oh. No, my friend, them dad get born, so I never did want none. So, no, I, was I, I wasn't out there like that, so I didn't know if my friends were getting born or not, anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was really a big thing for me because I, I thought I wasn't attractive enough for people to see me in that light. So, I was so consumed with this type of love. So, so Netanya, you have to move from being consumed to not caring I did, at all? I, that's the point. That's why I'm going to care about it now. Netanya, but where, where's, the, where's the middle? There's no Why you don't have any balance? I'm going to get balance to my family nice clean romantic man. Romantic um, man. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, I mean, I do believe that I can find that type of love that, you know, people say exists. And, you know, you always have your soulmate and your perfect match, whatever. Yo, I believe that I'm going to have a love Netanya similar to that in like some way. talking like it though, really. I... Daniel, it is real. However, I I don't want to be consumed into into something like that because I know when I'm invested in something, I'm really invested. So I don't want that to be the case. Only for a girl, yeah. But the other type of love, on no, the, you're afraid. Tell her. Why you come, Dr. Come Phil, with please. This? I'm not afraid of love. Dr. Phil, I come just through. feel like if I can find it in other forms, then I won't necessarily need to always be Okay, tell me about the other forms. Because Mr. Sayyad tries to keep up the man thing. Facts. Um, so, the other type is friendship. Right? So, you have platonic love. And I think that's one of the most important loves for me, personally. Because I... Because I really love my friends and the love that my friends give to me is greater than the love I receive from family. Then you'll... Wait, once of all... No, give it two cents. What is Let's it? Let's you know I'm not like friend. So if me, I depend on friend for love, I would be unloved. Jody loves me to death. God bless Jody. God bless Craig. Steffi. Daisy. If me, I forget you. Bill. God bless you too. Sheldon, no, Sheldon make me feel. Sheldon is probably the first love I actually experienced from a friend. Sheldon and I have been friends from when I was 13 years old. And Sheldon loves me unconditionally. And the type of love that is between me and Sheldon is unmatched. But guess what? I know that that cannot be duplicated. I know that. And I don't expect other friends to love me like that. So if me I go walk around looking for another friend like Sheldon me know me that salt I have no luck with friends because friends always are pull the carpet from underneath my foot once them realize that too much things are going on for me them always try to 
do things for hurt me, or them realize that too much people like me, them stop like me, me not have no luck in a different department. So the friend love for me, I can skip it. Jeff will be my friend. Okay, Daniel. Yeah. Jeff will be my friend. And he's is, my family. This so is also how Jeff I feel about all romantic love. And exactly. Is like, strong. Yeah, so no, you're afraid friend, of friend. Yes. But <laughs> something I would admit, I, I'm afraid of friends because as soon as you let people into your life, they mash up everything. So I, I can't. I can't. But it's amazing to me how you, you have that sort of... Um, Tell me, Dr. Phil. Like trust. No, as in, how is it that you're comfortable putting like all your like love and energy into like a, a a partner but then you're just like friend friend will this and that you know that your man is a glorified friend so true in other words is a friend that that fuck you is a friend that what is a friend that juke you yeah wow that's really what you're building over there a friend that juke you yeah okay he doesn't want to well, carry his i respect no, so, so in other words I, w- I would love for you to explain to us let me tell you the reason why oh, i yeah. have such it's really just my traumatic experiences with friends oh. so i tried very hard with friends growing up and then as i progressed i realized that the friend thing it probably just don't fit me it's not for me you get me mm-hmm. so in my th- no so in like rush yeah, i will meet you you know you and i met and we just hit it off and i just love you to pieces but who knows like two seconds later you could kill my goat you get what i'm saying like friends i feel like friends just always lead you up to disappoint you or hurt you in some way i've had less negative experiences with men than with friends a friend probably i probably yeah a friend probably hurt me like in the next two weeks and i see rush again or something yeah I just can't keep track, so that's why I know I just I just keep it simple. I understand, Daniel. It's, I just, understand. it's just from the hurts and stuff. Trauma leaves you very far away. Even though I wasn't really traumatic in romantic love, but that's fine. I don't but that's go back fine there. as well. Yeah, I have I have ways to go. I'm just like twenty. Um You're not twenty. Then you shut the hell up. Anyway, this year I'm gonna tell myself I'm gonna turn twenty one again. Yeah, so. so I'm really turning twenty this year. Um so the other one is familial love. And we just do a whole thing about family. I don't know. Some of the family can't really love you. Mm. Because Them family just mind. keep the same way. But when your family loves you, I hear it's they, nice. They re- and they really love you and they look out for you. The people that have good family, big up big yourself. Big up for yourself. Yeah. Oh, I have a big up Mario, my cousin-in-law. Oh, okay. Mario is more of a cousin to me than my actual cousin. But the thing is, your family sets the precedent of how you expect people to love you sometimes. Because it, it does. Because, hold on, Dr. Phil, come back. <laughs> I leave in, but you'd find that most of your, your problems in your adult relationships, whether it is friendship or intimate, um, actually comes Come from, from your family. Your family issues, especially the issue them where you have with your parents. Factually. Anyways, bye guys. Bye. Yeah, so I actually do believe that your, <laughs> how your family love you and the family love and the bond that you get you know? Yeah, it really and that's us. It really sets a precedent because I, because of how much I was loved and taken care of. Maybe my expectations of people were too high. I think that happened to me as well. My so, expectations are always high because you get everything with me once. I'm not being spoiled and I don't mind people calling me spoiled because I can't admit that it's true. No, I don't. I don't. Um, it's okay. So. Uh, I don't like the word spoiled. Why you can't say I'm fine. loved? Don't call me spoiled. Oh, here's another one. I've never heard of this one before, but it's there. It's called universal love, such as the love for strangers, nature, or God. And this one's kind of, I don't know. Um, the strangers love you, Netanya. You're a yeah. public figure. Uh, 
yeah, I can understand it. Because the thing is, people on the internet and they the strangers stand, in their life, they stand you more than people in your life. They go so hard and I'm so blessed to have such great supporters. Daniel, I'm telling you, Honestly. like, the people on the The lovely internet, girl that told me hi at Regency when you brought my pasta. Thank you. And it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, the people on the internet, like, I can tweet certain things because I'm like, if I say this to somebody in my family, they're going to go hard. But... Like my sister, she goes hard for me. My sister will jump on the couch and jump. She goes hard for me as well. She, my sister, once she likes you and we're friends, she will go hard for you. But people on the internet, they're gonna go so hard. Like if I tell my father something, he wouldn't understand. But I know I feel better if I tell my sister and the people on the internet because Fuck. the strangers, they be like, oh my god, this is so, like this is so, doing the damn thing, and they're like, Daniel, you're so amazing, like. Yes. Uh, yeah, and I'm just like, not really. But okay, Daniel, cool. And I'm this modest. also says nature or God. Um, I really love God. And I know that God loves me. I see yeah, in my life. That unconditional lots, love. That yeah. unconditional love. Because certain things, if you never really pray to God, and certain people just disappear for the no, planet, you know. sometimes you just have to close your eyes and say a prayer. Because like, even yesterday, I was having a very difficult day. And I was like, hey, God, you know, now is a great time to show up and show out. I need you. And he really did show up and show out. So, yeah. Being connected to a bigger force. I mean, not everybody believes in God, but I mean, most people subscribe to what? The universe or yeah. whatever you subscribe to. You have to I believe there's a greater God. Not power. really, John, but that's okay. Um, yeah, I believe in a higher being. But I don't yeah. necessarily and I think believe it's important in the to thing. believe in a higher being. All right, so this one is playful or uncommitted love. Um, it's, hold on. It can involve activities such as teasing and dancing or more flirting, seducing, and conjugating. Same. So it focuses on phone and not really like Lo- it's, so on it's basically phone and lost. lost. Yeah. yeah. So this is basically like you know you see a one. That, this That's, is me. This is like as L. My thing. <laughs> not even L L as L. My thing is is when you mix up lust with actual love. That's that can actually be very detrimental to you as a being because you're so caught up in this lustful experience and a person don't why you like that. Yeah, they just want it for your cookies. Um, not they're not trying to get the whole bakery. I mean, yeah, cause the bakery come with issues. Next thing you know, the bakery burned down and just as a life. Yo, home. that deep in the net, mm. We should do Instagram quotes. That's actually very true, guys. <laughs> you know, I was going to do Instagram quotes one time. We need to do Instagram yeah. quotes. But like this lusting thing is kind of really me because man, I'm not lie. I'd rather lust than like be committed, and that's okay. People say somebody told me this week that it's because I'm afraid and I've whatever. You've been big dragged up, big about up it. who told me, you know yourself, guy. Um and Roshane just told and, you. Yeah, Roshane told me as well. But the thing is, I just rather Roshane a rebel of the hill, a hero. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's so brave. <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm looking at Roshane. Sorry, we're looking at Rush Kemley. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was in first day like every two days I was like, I have a new crush. And my friend was like you know, we have, like, the most crush, like, I've ever seen somebody have. Yeah, and I, was like, I agree with that person. I've never seen anybody else have this many crushes. Because I just see people, I'm going to say, you know, everything look nice. I mean, like, yesterday I saw this really handsome guy who's, like, the most perfect guy, and I only saw his side profile. And I knew if he turned around, he'd be so gorgeous, right? And I said, by the time I went into the bus and looked back out the window, he was gone. And I was really sad because I was like, this is the love of my life, and he could... It could have been something, but he's not there. And then by the time I reach home, I don't remember who that is. And I look on the internet, like, because I was watching um, YouTube videos. And this person is so handsome. Like, that's, that's how I am. I'm really uncommitted to these things. And I hope one day I... Me too. Grow to be, I mean, when I reach 21, I'll do it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Netanya, God, go read something. Okay, so number six is practical love. It says founded on reason or duty and one long longer term interest. So sexual attraction is taken aback. And it's more like the personal qualities and capabilities and shared goals for this person. Whenever I experience them, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sharing that with nobody. I share a lot of good things with you. Because I'm a man. Um, yeah. the kind not of, just because he's my man. Because I've had men before. and That was a waste of time. But this is, no, no, this man is actually, actually quite, a waste of time. For <laughs> this is actually quite fruitful. Relationships are a waste of time, guys. Quite um, fruitful. But I don't really have about that. And the last one. Do, 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 do. Self-love. You guys find that us talking about this in Russian's video, by the way. Love yourselves. I'm going to tell y'all the same story I told Rushcam. I spent a lot of time being very insecure and a lot of time trying to get everybody to be my friend and like me. You don't need that. You don't. Loving yourself, it just gives yourself, give you a whole different level of fulfillment. Like, I hope you guys can understand the passion in my voice. Like, coming from my first shoot in a swimsuit, I was crying. I was so sad. I was just like, oh, my God, I don't want to ever see these pictures. I said, I'm going to post them. I make a post about it. So you guys will see which pictures I'm talking about, my first swimsuit shoot. And now, half of my life is in a swimsuit. You go up on my Instagram, I can't see me in a nothing longer than one shot. So I want to look a like this. Mm. So, um, yeah. This says that self-love can actually be healthy and unhealthy Un like, yeah yeah but there's always two sides to everything still. that's very true um i'm still on my self-love journey it started probably last year because you know you really feel I yourself i thought you were gonna say last week i was gonna thump you then i'd thump myself <laughs> i mean you know you love yourself but there's always that deeper connection that you can have with yourself where you can always thrive. yeah i think you can always get better at this self-love thing because i mean i've come a far away and like knowing what i deserve Yo, when you start to like figure out what you deserve as a person, trust and me, nobody can't touch you. Less from Bo people. Boundaries. No, I'ma feel like a real goodie. I'm not lie. Like even like quitting my job was a self love decision. Me, I said, any of you really go. Allow this company to mad you, and they've been around for 170 years. How long have you been around? Get your life, sis. I mean, self love is like knowing when to stop certain things because I used to do. I had a side hustle and. Between was it legal? Yeah, it was. Oh, Daniel, I just I'm you. not a scammer and I'm not a drugs person. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my voice, <laughs> my, I might have retired, but my voice didn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had to stop because aside from my actual job, my podcast, because this podcast got a lot of time, you know, right? This podcast is my whole life. Listen. The, 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 no, this podcast <laughs> de de determines my trips. Determines my free time. Determines so many things in my life. Listen, here, my so availability depends on, on this. And everybody knows about here every week, right? Facts. So like, and then I go to the gym as well. I know me yes, and that gym fitness. thing. Fitness, net fitness. Yeah, net fit. Um, but yeah, so like I had to take a step back and I have to say, Netanyahu, you cannot do this. And yeah, you have to admit to yourself when you cannot do something rather than half asking. Yes, yes. Um, and I told myself I can't do it. It was a good amount of money that I could have done really well with. But I was like, don't do that. Unless my guest have come a podcast and they're going to name Dance Chat. <laughs> but yeah, self-love is not only like hyping up yourself and doing all these nice things. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of things. You know, 
mental, spiritual, emotional. All alls. Yeah, all the alls, allies. I, I'm really on that emotional level now because I, I reach, I do my mental. I did somewhat spiritual, but I'm really on the emotional part and that's really what's holding me back. Like what I've really been trying to do is just sift out all negative things out of my space. Like the other day I found myself for the first time in a very long time being unconditionally happy, like just happy all of the time. And I said, Jano, how did it, how did come? It took me so long to get to here, but it was really just about detaching myself from things that were no longer serving me, that it took me a long time to realize that I can't do without these things. Because I never loved myself, and I was using all of these things as crutches. You get oh, me? For hold up myself, girl. Yeah, for yeah. hold up myself. Exactly. You get me? And it's like, you know it not serve you, but you not serve yourself. But if so something is, not to serve you. I, and it's like, you realize, the friend, like especially the friend thing, I, lo- I, do, I know Nintendo doesn't like when I talk about it. But it was... It was very important for me to learn who to step away from. Not in like a negative way, like, girl, you're no longer my friend. More like a, you know, we were good together, but where we are in our lives right now, we are both not mutually good for each other. You get me? And that's, that is also important as well, because I found that this week I stopped talking to a few persons, and I told them why I stopped talking to them, because I don't like when people stop talking to me and don't tell me why. So I feel like I am better... Mm, we are better without each other in in our lives right so i'm deciding to take a step back and i be and you be right you go your way and it was i don't like change it's really difficult difficult. it was really it's very difficult for me to like do stuff like that but i found it a little bit easier to do it this time around because i found out that after la- the episode with Perry is really doing me a disservice as then you would say last week. So I found it necessary for me to just say Antonio, you need to let me publicly exhaust. say I am so proud of you because I've been trying so hard with you to get this boundaries thing. Um, and it's so from beautiful. February. <laughs> Bumba, I take long for learning, but it's still great and I am so proud of you and I hope that you know in months or even years time from now you can look back and say, you know, I made the right decision. To choose me because some, uh, some friendships are exhausting no you love your friends but you have to be able to say okay this friend is exhausting me and isn't serving me back because sometimes some friendships are just you are serve them not have on them black and white but you in your full black and white suit i serve and with a little further bush i serve out hell you have your your your, your tree of water no, no, no catering in school right facts and then the other friend is just receiving all of this service exhausting and you never realize you're being drained sometimes because sometimes you want to tell yourself oh i'm not drained because i want to make my friend happy no but you have to think about your happiness sometimes um, i feel like we should wrap up the podcast no karina go fall i'm gonna close up on the line in port more i feel like this whole podcast episode was just essential to tell people to choose themselves you realize yeah it, family, it comes right full circle to choosing yourself, yourself and at the end of the day, you might feel guilty for choosing yourself sometimes. It will always be the right decision. But it will always be the right decision. And when you look back months after, you realize, yo, I did the right thing. I'm going to do this last month. That's Trust what you're going yourself. To yourself. Trust yourself. You know best for you. Not even your mother don't know best for you. Your, your mama, don't know, no, you your know. mama don't know. She don't. Your mama don't know. Your daddy don't know. Your neighbor. Your friends. Remember, my I, said, know. remember, remember I said last week, Find yourself. Facts. Mm-hmm. Only one at last. Okay, guys. Um, so we're really telling you guys bye for this week. 
Yeah. Check out week. next week. I'll probably throw away again. Um, <laughs> you never so know. You can find me at Life of Nets on all platforms. Subscribe to our channel for more jokes, I guess. And you can find me on Instagram at Your Traveling Pen. And you can find me on Twitter at Daniel Rene underscore. Yeah, that's the only place I wanted to find me. Oh, and you can check out my website, which is in the link of both bios, yourtravelingpen.com. <laughs>